0: In the dark of night, in the Elvkin capital city of Udielo, Val has just appeared in his family's estate's garden after a risky maneuver using intent to transport their entire party hundreds and hundreds of miles. However, all does not seem to have gone flawlessly, as Val is alone.
1: Okay, um, well... Instantaneously, I would like to cast greater invisibility on myself.
0: All right, without a second thought, then, you disappear from sight. The noise of your entrance still may have attracted some sort of attention, however.
1: Yeah, I imagine a a body (laughs) falling from an indiscriminate amount of height probably made some sound. Um, I'm going to move away from the area I'm standing in, then. Uh, Is there, like, a hedge or something I could place myself behind?
0: The garden is spattered with different hedges and bushes and topiaries and little assortments of tables and lawn chairs. It's a wide expanse of greenery. There are tons of bits and bobbles to conceal yourself, your invisible self behind. (laughs)
1: Okay, I would like to find a hedge and sort of um, go around the back of it and climb into it (laughs) because this only lasts, I think greater invisibility only lasts a minute. Let me double check. So I'm just using it as a means to hide myself, or files. All
0: right. As you do start moving around the garden, still making noise, though invisible, you do see some activity in the manor house proper. Maybe a few lights flickering on, some activity at the backmost door. What is it? <laughs> as you do look about, it's dark. And as you see a figure holding a candlestick, step out onto the small patio. It's difficult to identify who they are. Perhaps one of the servants that you're familiar with. But from this distance, again, impossible to tell. And whether they've been alerted of your presence is unclear to you. Okay.
1: I am going to, while invisible, change my seeming illusion on myself to be... Not Val. I think I'll just be one of the other Elvaret servants that we have on the premises. And then I will also, once I have done that, cast Sending to Ifron.
0: Okay, what do you say?
1: <laughs> I say, are, are you alive? Are you alright? I'm alone. Is anyone else with you? Where are you, also?
2: Val, it is good to hear from you. I am with Prinier and Mick. We are well. We have been living in your family's estate.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) I think Val, without thinking a second thought about it, immediately cast sending again to your front and says, what do you mean living in? Uh,
0: Exactly what that sounds like. As you do cast sending and have received this response, the figure holding the candle takes a few tentative steps into the garden, looking around. Val, Pal, this is not through sending. Is that you?
2: Where are you?
1: <laughs> Wait, do I see Ifron?
2: And Ifran holds a candlestick up and he's kind of looking out into the night.
1: What in the world? Okay, do I see Ifron? Yes, Okay. You do. I'll come out of the bushes, I guess.
3: <laughs> Mick, uh, upon hearing some commotion outside, comes outside and motions to Brittany to come as well.
2: Brynjörn decides to get up and go see what all the fuss is about.
0: So then moving from inside their lounging positions to outside the manor house on the patio where Ephron made himself known, Val also sees the forms of Mick and Brynjörn come out into the night.
2: At this point, when Val sees Brinier, it's almost like he doesn't recognize him. His hair is cut short and his beard is trimmed. And he looks like a completely different person with some other attributes that kind of make him look like a kin.
3: And also uh, a note about that is that Mick is going to continue personifying Deirda um, just in case there was a surprise or something. So <laughs> had to be Deirda the whole time.
0: <laughs> so then Valsi's Brynir, a different looking Brynir and Val's mother walk onto the patio in that case.
1: Okay. I'll I'll come out of the uh the bush. I don't look like Val though. I changed my seeming so that I would look like one of the servants. So I'm going to continue that but I will sort of emerge <laughs> with a very confused look. Yeah, I just like climb out of a topiary looking incredibly confused.
2: <laughs> Classic topiary. <laughs> As soon as Brinier sees this person emerge and he's who are you? Who are you? Britnier, please. Uh, uh, a moment, my friends. Val, that is you, is it not? I have a hard time remembering, but you uh, obviously look different, but you did use quite a bit of intent last I saw you. Unless you are not Val, in which case this is very embarrassing.
1: What is going on? Uh, can I insight check Ephron to see if this is really Ephron?
0: <laughs> yes, please do.
1: Nat 20. Oh. It's a doppelganger.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, too bad. It failed. <gasps> Just like. Uh... The
1: illusion falls away before your <laughs> eyes. No, it's actually Ephron. Okay, great. I will sort of like. I, I will look between Ephron and who I, looks like my mother like with a look in my eyes like is, is that my mom or
2: please um Val I'm sure you remember Brainier though his time with us was brief before we were uh, separated and Mick as always wearing a face
3: ah oh, t- Valley is that you dear I am
1: yeah um and can I like draw them behind the topiary <laughs> <laughs> So that we can't be seen from the house and then I'll change seeming again to look like myself. For sure. Okay. What is happening? How long have you been here?
0: Um
2: We've been here a month. Yes. As has said, we have been here a month. Um, and there is no one living in the estate. It is quite safe. Uh, Aside from us, we are the only ones living there. What? Um Val, perhaps you should come inside. There are some things that we should discuss.
1: I should think so. It has only been a matter of moments for me. Do you know where Rolandir and the others are?
2: That is one of the things we must discuss.
1: All right.
0: As Afron leads the others back inside Val and Tow, you come into the kitchen, dining, and a main parlor area of your childhood home. On a large sofa, lounging... Not wearing her armor or anything of the sort and just in some appropriated clothes, uh, perhaps even yours from long ago, is Kelniace, who perks up a little bit as you walk in, but then gives a resigned sigh and says, well, it's about damn time.
1: I I don't see how this is my fault.
0: Uh, Please, if I may. Um, Perhaps everybody casting
2: uh, this spell was somewhat at fault, though I would not say at fault. There's no need to uh, blame each other. Um, You see, something must have gone wrong. I do not know the inner workings of intent, but we did appear at the correct place, simply in the incorrect time.
1: And the others?
0: We don't know yet. I just got here four days ago.
1: You were not with them? No.
0: I arrived by myself in some god's forsaken alley. Almost got bashed open by a bit of falling debris. Must have hit something on my way down, but I'm fine now, as you can see. Just a little stir-crazy. There's nothing to do around here.
3: I'm sorry, you've been here for four days, and you're going stir-crazy? Oh, you've had plenty to do.
0: Not like you're ever doing anything in the first place.
1: Where is my family? Do you have any idea?
2: Yes, about that. um, We had the same question, and we did a bit of digging through the Kinmish records. It appears that nobody has seen them in half a year. What? (laughs) Uh, We tried to find them, but uh, our resources were limited. And I'm afraid I have no idea where they
1: are. I think Val just like tearing up, sits down on the nearest available piece of furniture.
0: And Kelnius being quite flippant about the whole thing just goes,
1: come, come, look.
0: You can have a new mother anytime you want. And she just gestures over to Mick quite indignantly. Kelnees, please, please.
1: And Val just stares at her like the the most vicious stare you have ever seen on his face.
3: Now, Kelnees, please don't be so insensitive. This must be really difficult for you, Val. Says your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking on the role. <laughs> Uh,
1: Val will take a a bit to center himself let out a very deep breath and first contact Rolandir through sending and say I hope you're well where are you when are you who is with you
4: you hear back in Rolandir's voice in your mind we are right now naturally we will see you soon
1: uh, that is incredibly unhelpful. Uh, Relendir apparently is fine. He did not tell me who was with him. Um, I need a moment. And um, Val's going to get up and leave the room.
0: Kelniace looks between Mick and Ephron and Brynja and just shakes her head. Finally, her gaze lands on Mick and she just goes, Perhaps you could not be... And she just waves her arm at your figure. This...
3: Anymore? I was beginning to like this look. Oh well. And then I turn back into my normal Mick Taylor look.
2: After giving Val a little moment to collect himself, a couple minutes, Efron uh, does go and seek him out.
1: I think Val probably went to his room just to see what sort of state it's in and is just sort of nervously pacing back and forth across the room muttering to himself in Kinlish, like evidently counting words for a sending spell, um, trying to figure out what he's going to say, if anything, but he hasn't cast a spell yet.
0: You hear a little rap on the doorframe behind you?
1: Yeah.
2: Dal, I know this is a lot to take in, but it is going to be all right. We have been here for a month, and we have not been idle. We have been uh, furthering our cause. And while I do not know what happened to your family, we will find them
1: eventually. I don't think I would be quite as worried about them uh, if the last several weeks of my life had not been what they are. But we have seen things, Ifran. Terrible, horrible, awful things that I never before had imagined could exist in the world and now my family and our entire household is is missing. I... I am afraid.
2: There may be somebody that can help us. There is a man. His name is Takel Salvaredes. Perhaps you have heard of him. He is a master of intent. and He teaches at a school for intent here in the city. I was hoping that once we had found you and Kelnias, we could contact him and see if he could help us discover what happened. What went wrong with our spell, and perhaps locate the others. He could also be useful in helping
0: us locate your family as well.
1: Have I heard of this individual?
0: Yes. Probably more toward the end of your time in Udiello, but he was becoming quite famous as a professor of the different arts of intent, more so in the kind of a revival. Of what ancient kinlish intent was, rather than what, say, you learned as an Alvorette.
1: I I do know of him. I am not personally acquainted, but yeah, we can go talk to him, yeah. I, I um, sorry.
2: Take your time. Well, I will let you be. We do not need to act on this immediately. I do not know where Leroth and Melandia are, but... I believe they can handle themselves.
1: I I sent a message to Relendir and he, well, was very cryptic, but alive. So that's a plus, I guess.
2: As unsurprising as it is, yes, it is good to know. I will let you collect your thoughts and perhaps we can discuss more in the morning.
1: I don't know that I want to be alone right now.
3: Knock knock knock. I don't mean to interrupt. I mean, since I've been here for the last five minutes. Anyways, as I was saying, but um do you like what I've done with the place? What's different? (laughs) Tell me.
0: There's many more paintings of Mick.
3: (laughs) Oh man, you're like, how did Mick even carry this in his knapsack? (laughs) It's just a bunch of drapery and stuff that looks like his normal striped garb. And there's a couple of pictures, more portraits of now Dear da. As you look at the desk, you see a bunch of pages on the ground, a bunch of scribbles. You also see a bunch of pictures of a very good-looking, strong, muscly man who, you know, and has like damsels of in distress at its at uh, his feet. <laughs> and you should piece together that this is Mick.
1: It is certainly different. Um, is this where you have been staying?
3: Um, yes, I've made myself quite comfortable here in this room. It seemed the best suited for my needs.
1: I can see that, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Is this
3: is your room, huh?
1: It was. It's I don't- yes, I- it can be yours, I don't- oh,
3: No, uh... don't be silly, you can have it. I'll go down on the big couch.
1: There are plenty of other rooms. It...
3: Alright, I'll go in Does quarters. Make yourself comfortable.
0: Kelniace walks by, looking inward at the gaudy decorations in the room, gives the smallest shake of her head, and then just leans in and says- Now, if we're going to meet with Tekel tomorrow, we should probably do it early. I don't know about the three of you, but I'm going to catch some sleep.
1: Yeah, all right.
2: Yes, I agree. The front moves over to a, a chair, like a reading chair, that's situated over kind of in a corner of the room. And he sits down and he says, "Well, I will stay with you for a while. If you want to talk about anything, I am here. Or... If you simply wish to collect yourself, I am also here.
1: Thank you, Efron.
0: And Calniace looks at Mick and just goes, Mick, and is like furiously jerking her head out the door.
3: <laughs> oh, I was just leaving, dear. Good night. I hope you sleep well here.
1: Uh, thanks. Um. Okay, yeah. Uh, this is a whole uh, mess of... I don't even really know where to begin Alright, yeah, cool Um, no, you, I don't, I don't want to stay in here And uh, Val will just sort of anxiously pace into the hallway
0: Kalnias and Mick have gone off to separate rooms for the night
1: Do you think I should try to contact him, Ifran?
2: If you can, that would be helpful Um, But I have tried to discern whereabouts As far as I can tell, I do not know When they arrived, I do not know where they arrived. It is possible they arrived before us. Perhaps possible that they have yet to arrive. But since you were the last one to show up, I do not know. I simply do not know. But if you can contact them, that will be more than I have been able to do.
1: I was talking about my parents.
2: I think you should. I do not know where they are either. I tried discovering... Their whereabouts, or what happened, or if they had any enemies. But unfortunately, I found nothing. So, if you could contact them, it would again be more than I could do.
1: Uh, Thank you for trying. Um can I do like a my with my new passive investigation? <laughs> can I just do a sweep of the house to see if I can turn up not necessarily I don't know if I need to know where they went but like I want to see if there's any evidence of a struggle or if I can pick up anything
0: As you go about the house as everyone else settles in for sleep, you tear the place apart, you look mm-hmm. under every nook and cranny, but a lot of it's already been disturbed by Mick and Brynja and Efron over the month or so that they've been here and any concrete signs of an abduction or worse seem to elude you. It seems they've just vanished without a trace.
1: Once I've done that um, I will go find Efron again and just like sit on the floor next to him and I will cast sending on my mom.
0: All right. And this takes you a little while to comb through the entire house. So Efron has nodded off, but as you tentatively <laughs> enter his bedroom and sit yourself down at the foot of the bed, you may cast Sending.
1: Okay. <laughs> Ooh, the whole thing. Uda, are you all right? It's me. You
0: do not receive a response.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll send one more, and I'll say, you can respond to me, I will be able to hear you.
0: And you wait another five, ten, fifteen more minutes into the night, hearing nothing.
1: Okay, Val's just gonna put his face in his hands and cry. <laughs> per the standard Val reaction to most things.
0: As morning breaks the following day, Kelnias is in the kitchen and has prepared breakfast for everyone. She seems to have gotten up much earlier than anyone else. Exercised in the yard. The signs of scuffles with different topiaries and thrown up (laughs) dirt is all too apparent. And she is full of energy, fully armored, fully armed, ready to go, ready to get out of the house. As the four of you come downstairs into the main parlor seeing these meals laid out for you.
1: I think Val will have gone into his room and put on different clothes for the first time in a long time. I mean, still standard black and white sort of color palette here, but he he's gonna wear his old garments. I do think it's probably quite evident that he cried himself to sleep and um has sort of forcefully groomed himself to look a little austere this morning.
0: In the parlor then, as Kelnias is parceling out these meals and speaking about the plans for the day. Now, the district that the university is located in isn't actually too far from here. It's about an hour's walk, and I don't know if this character that you've found, Efron, will just admit us without some sort of appointment or whatnot, but I think we have a pretty good case to make, well, if things are more difficult than just walking up.
1: I see no reason why he would not admit me.
2: I agree with Val. Uh, Val is quite talented, was quite talented, even before Val gave him some special intent. Again, I do not know how it works. But if there is anybody exceptional in the city, it would be Val. So it is likely that Val will be able to secure an audience
3: with Takal. We would need disguises again.
1: Can I disguise you? Yeah. I do not know who you should be now, that my family is
3: missing. Well, people don't know that in town. People do not
1: know that they are gone.
2: I am Mm -hmm. sure that many people do know that they are gone, or perhaps did know. But as we have been disguising ourselves as members of your household and the staff, um, perhaps some have assumed that your family has returned. So it is hard to be certain who knows and who does not know.
1: Ryan, do I have like documented paperwork of my like rank in the tier system anywhere?
0: Yeah, I mean it's about as phony as an Elvaret's actual rank in the tier system is. <laughs> but you <laughs> I have mean, it. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. I'll I'll go grab that, and then before we leave the house, I will cast seeming um, on everyone, including well, not Calne as she can be just herself but i will i will cast it on everyone i'm going to look like me Calnius will look like herself and then make brenier and ifron will just be like elvoret servants i don't think that it's wise to have them be anyone be my parents at this point in time
0: right right so as you successfully cast your spell acquire like everyone has their disguises on and you leave the estate like was pointed out it takes a good hour to walk across town you don't Garner too much attention as you leave the Elvaret neighborhoods and rejoin normal Elvkin society. You do move up the tiers of the city, so to speak, moving to the higher districts as the city sort of begins in lowlands and then is built upon a series of rising hills that eventually go into the large mountains behind it.
1: Do we know where this person is located?
2: Yes, he is at the local university. We can, I, I, I do not know specifically, but I'm sure there is some sort of uh, tree where we can find his office.
1: All right. When we arrive at the university, but before we enter the grounds, I would like to take 10 minutes to ritually cast um, Rary's telepathic bond on all of us so that we can communicate telepathically with each other for the next hour.
3: All right. Is that a new spell?
1: It's a new spell, BB. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome! Ayo! I know, I saw it and I was like, this is so Val! I gotta
3: take it.
0: (laughs) As you then cast that spell and then continue on your way onto the university's campus proper, moving into different administrative buildings, finding out where this tekel is located, again, as you're moving through the university's hallways and buildings, no one seems to pay you too much mind, though you are quite a large group. And as you do come to the offices of Tekau, the door is slightly ajar, and you hear a pair of voices speaking in kinlish just inside.
1: Can we listen for a bit? Be sneaky.
0: It's hard to make out. You can just tell that there's two people in the room already.
1: I'll knock on the door.
0: As you rap against the door, a gruff voice calls from inside.
1: Yes! Come in.
0: Don't be shy.
1: Oh, all right uh, i will I will go inside after glancing at my party
0: and pushing the door, you immediately see a long office with a desk situated toward the end, a large window overlooking a small courtyard down below rows of bookshelves lining the entire span of the room in front of this desk, looking quite jovial is an older kin, an elfkin, a little hunched in his stature, but otherwise seemingly fit. He has a beard that is trimmed, neat, and he looks at you with these kind, almost pinkish eyes, and standing across from him is a person in a simple kinlish military uniform. It's humble, blackish gray, no ostentatious adornments other than a rank insignia on one of the shoulders and across one of the breasts. A pale-skinned, black-haired, clean-cut human who looks exactly like Rolandia.
4: In fact, <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> upon close inspection, you actually notice a telltale gleaming saber hanging at his hip, one that you've seen many times, but aside from that, that's really all you recognize. The face is familiar, yes, but the haircut is cleaner, more cropped any facial hair or stubble that might have been there, completely shaven, and there's an age to the face. It, it actually doesn't look aged, but it feels tempered. His eyes just glow immediately upon seeing Val. He has a pretty good idea what's going on, and he actually goes <laughs> for like a stunned quick embrace of Val.
1: I, Val is, is very shocked, but will absolutely like accept a hug, just sort of going like... <clears throat> It, what, What is happening here?
4: And responding in perfect kinlish, he says, A lot. A lot is happening here, and has happened. But we can discuss more of that later. Why are you here? He says, looking at you and then eyeing the rest of the party.
1: Why are you here?
4: Well, Tekel and I, we've been discussing things. Things that I think... You will all find very interesting. And honestly, we were just wrapping up our discussion. And he kind of glances back over at Takeo And Takeo says, yes, yes, I have a class to teach in just a few moments, if you'll
0: excuse me. And he begins gathering books and such from his desk.
2: How long have you been here?
4: in uh, kind of glancing at the rest of them, I think a fair bit longer than the rest of you have. But in kind of now turning back to Takeo, thank you for your time. We will get out of your... Does he have hair? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we will get out of your beard. <laughs> <laughs> Terribly rude of me, I know. We will get out of your hair and let you go to the class. And now turning back to the group, I can tell you everything. We have a short walk away I'm stay- where I'm staying and I can explain all
1: on the path. Yeah, alright. Great.
0: Calnias looks at the others in the group and at Rolandier's like, well, if you didn't figure it out, and just pointing to them in turn, but that's Mick and Efron
4: and Brinier. I assumed as much. I hadn't known exactly who was who, but good to see you all. Have you seen Les Rotes? <laughs> and he, he just starts chuckling and laughing. Yes, well, not as much recently as I would have liked to, but you will see him soon as well. And he turns back to the desk that they'd been kind of talking across, and he picks up a good-sized packet of papers and bound things that he then tucks into a satchel that he's carrying on his side, and looks between Tekel and the group, well, I don't know why you came here, but I'm ready to go, quite honestly. I think that you would, well, as we talk, I think you'll come to see the same, but perhaps you have something else? This is quite a surprise. Um- we came here in the hopes that Takel
2: could help us locate yourself and Lerotz and perhaps even uh, Val's family. But Relandir, if you are here all this time,
0: why did you not come to the estate? Takel starts to usher you out of his office and says, Come, come, I'm so sorry, but I must get to class and lock this up here.
4: Yes, yes. And now addressing the group as they're being walked out, that also is... Something I can answer. I assumed then you would come to ask after Val's family.
2: Yes, do you know something?
4: Less than I would like, but unfortunately I don't think we'll find many answers here at least.
3: Here? Where otherwise, then? Come, come.
4: Let's get out of this good man's office, let him get on our way, and like I said, I have much to tell you all. It's not a long walk as you exit the office, the buildings,
0: the campus proper- Rolandir, not offering up too much information in the interim, but as you come closer to a sizable tavern, just down the road and around a bend, sort of at the top of a hill at a prominent neighborhood, Rolandir flashes a big smile and bids you enter.
1: I think Val has been trailing behind the group this entire time.
4: And as the party moves inside as and Val slowly approaches, taking up the rear, Rolandir kind of gives him a wink and says, I think you're in for a large surprise.
1: I, I, You seem rather merry, and I am afraid I am not.
4: Uh, Forgive me. That that is understandable. I forget perhaps that you have not been here as long. But regardless, and he kind of shakes himself out of it, we will rejoin our friend inside, and he shuts the door behind him. As the
0: group then is ushered by Relandir into the parlor of this tavern. There is an older elfkin working behind the bar. None of you really recognize him. Perhaps Val does, actually. From many, many, many years ago. One of your teachers, in fact. A kin who you may have even borrowed the namesake of Valentine. This old, gentle elfkin man was the first one to teach you about humans and their ways. And now, as you see him again, Scrubbing dishes, cleaning mugs behind a bar. He offers you a wide smile, the same remembrance twinkling in his
4: wizened eyes.
1: Val absolutely just bursts into tears.
4: (laughs) Uh, The person behind the bar quickly stands up and says, no, 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 no need for that. It's been a long time, hasn't it? No. Oh my gosh. In fact, it's years, years. Those are good times. Oh, what's what's the matter now, lad? I know your parents aren't here now, but anyway, nothing too terrible could be happening. And in the pause that it happens inevitably after that, Rolandier just smiling turns to the group and says, Ah, well, I think it's time we reintroduced you to La Rotz. Or, as Val will remember him, Valentine.
3: What <laughs> What the (laughs) crap? Where am I and how?
4: (laughs) And then kind of even moving on a little bit further, he gets this excitement in his eyes and pulls this manuscript out of his satchel and says, well, it's the manuscript. It's here. It's everything we need. Yes. Perfect.
1: And now you're all here as well. Girl, girl, come up here.
0: It's time. And then from out of the back, just behind the bar, the door opens And a girl, around 16 years of age, walks out. She looks at the others, a familiar look in her eyes, big blue eyes, and straw-colored hair. And locking in on Val, she says, in a voice you recognize, Hello, I'm Luna.